Yer. I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to, to Nicks Anonymous. Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post. Three. Here's David Stern for with the announcement. Pick, select Patrick Ewing. Bernard looking for 50, and he's got it. Back-to-back 50-point games for Bernard King. Anthony for three. Johnson cuts left, now fires a three, it is good, and he's fouled, it counts, and he is fouled. Barrett drives down, this time finishes with authority. Yeah, what is going on, New York? Welcome back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous. Woo! New season, new us. We feeling ourselves. We got the videos like we promised. For those of you that yeah. don't know, I'm LJ. Stevie in the building. He is also a circle. Yeah, unfortunately. Well, no, nah, not really. It's a circle of life, like I said. Woo. All around the world. <laughs> you already know how we do Nick's Anonymous family. Shout out to you guys. We love you guys. Uh, Stevie, tell the kind folks where they could find us. Uh, Sure. You guys can follow us on Instagram at Nick's Anonymous. You can find us on platforms such as Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify Breaker. And if worse comes to worse, you can always Google us. And I almost forgot because I'm still getting used to the fact that we're there. You can also find us on Twitter at Anonymous Nicks. We're still Nicks Anonymous, but on Twitter, we're Anonymous Nicks. If you look up Nick, I've tried it. If you look up Nicks Anonymous, the Anonymous Nicks page will pop up. So okay. e- e- either one, either way, either okay, one type, okay, cool. Didn't realize that, but just want to let that be known. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So the uh, so I we highly advise you to follow us more on Twitter. Twitter's more is where like that's where you could like because I, I know a lot of you guys like to DM us, but the thing about DMs is it gets really hectic and it gets really messy in there. Um, so Instagram we use it more so just for general updates and um, just yeah, just just important Basically news. Break, 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 breaking news, final scores, injury updates, things like that. I mean, you can hit us there. We'll still respond. But holler at us on Twitter, though. But yeah, if you if you want to start get, being a little more interactive there, that's a fact. If you want to get more personal, that's what that's what we mean. We gotta get if you want to get more personal with us, we there. Um, so let's get into this episode, episode seventy two, season three. Am I correct, Stevie? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Next anonymous has been around season three, man, third year. Um, tap yo, pound the back for that one, Stevie. A lot of people wouldn't have made it this far. Um, we wouldn't have made it without you guys, because at the end of the day, we are the people's voice. And we are nothing without the people. We know how we do, man. Okay, so let's start this show off right. Shout out to the background, Nick's Anonymous. You already know. Speaking of Nick's Anonymous, uh, merch coming, I would say, in the next maybe three weeks. I'm going to say month, just to be safe. But it has been announced. Nick's Anonymous is dropping the bomb. Merch. Um, we will be posting. So follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We are not going to tell you what we're going to exactly what we're going to merch. We're not going to tell you what merch it is. I think we already did tell them. Hopefully they forgot. But <laughs> yo, 
I don't know. <laughs> I think we did. I'm not sure. I think we did. Well, if you want to find but out, you can find us on podcast. <laughs> we did tell y'all, act surprised. That's a fact. Um, yeah, so make sure you follow us so you get that update. My pops is showing right now. They're breaking through the wall. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay, so shout out to the merch. Shout out to uh, VSN Network. We are now a proud partnership with uh, Nick Spaces. Or are we a contributor? I forgot which one it is. One or the other... We are partnered with uh, Nick Spaces. Basically, on Twitter, uh, they gave us their account to uh, run actually live. So we could go live on Twitter now. So um, I'm telling you, Twitter is the wave. Hop on. Um, we shout will out. be doing we'll be doing a space Wednesday at around 10 p.m. So Ooh, that it'll good. be our first space. Good plug in, Steve. I almost forgot about that. Right, uh, here for it, bro. Back each other up. That's it. Two sides of the brain, left and right. <laughs> so uh shout out trippy shout out schmitty shout out ariel um we have another member on our team i'm sorry i didn't think quite get your name bro but shout out to you too um, yeah i know his name slipped my mind i'm sorry man no no but shout out it's all love yeah, shout out to the whole team man uh yeah yeah for sure so nick synonymous is growing uh we're turning into a network which is crazy so yeah, you see that coming honestly speaking i'm kind of hyped i can't wait to see where this goes this is good my white tee's turning brown that's how good it is <laughs> That's why I changed to my Nick shirt because <laughs> mine's turning brown too. <laughs> it's all good though. Okay, so let's get into the good stuff, right? So this week past, uh, the Knicks had thrown a charity game, correct, Stevie? Uh yes, at Rucker Park this past Saturday. Nice. Um, yes. Fun times. Fun times. What was your What was your favorite? So, uh, basically, the charity to get into detail, the charity game was pretty much, um. I, I don't know what charity they were actually throwing it for. I'm gonna be real. I was yeah, just there. Here, I, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure what the charity was, but um, it was free to the public. Um, some old Knicks were there. A lot of um, street ball legends. Clyde Frazier was there. Earl the Pearl. As far as the Knicks alumni, John Wallace, Maurice Stoudemire, Raymond Felton, the Trail Streetwell, Metal World Peace, guys like that. And I know you were house. I know. I- I know you were hyped about Spreewell. I know, I know you was geeking. Nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tweaked when I saw him. But my favorite <laughs> part, honestly, was watching Stat warm up. I got that video live and uh, live and up close. I posted that on Twitter. I couldn't wait to post that. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was good. It was fun. We got to see. Um, who else did we get to see? We got a so it was a couple of social media. Um, we saw the Bing Bong dude. I forgot his name. Yeah. Um. Damn, I forgot his name too. The big guy from Coney Island. Coney Island's finest. Yes, yes, yes. He was there. I forgot his name too, but I know who I'm talking about. Yo, shout out to Monica McNutt because she was there, and when she was coming in, I actually screamed. Like I didn't know that she. Could oh, we hear both. Us. We both yelled at her. Not yelled at her, but we were both like, "Yo, Monica!" Yeah, but what happened was, is I was like, "Yo, bro, is that Monica?" And then right when I said that, she kind of stopped and looked around as if like she like she heard, and we was like, "Wait a minute!" And she turned back around. We was like, "Monica!" Yeah, she was like, Yo, and I didn't record. She pointed right I know, at I missed her. that. That was hot, though. Like, she seems down to earth for that. Shout out to Monica McNutt. Shout out, Monica. Come to Nick's Anonymous. You already know. We'll give you, we'll give you the middle spot. We'll give you the extra spot. You, you're gonna, you'll be the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it was fun. Obi Toppin showed out. That was Yeah, fun. that's right. Obi Toppin showed up. I forgot. Was he the only Kermit Nick that showed? That's correct. I mean, for what I know, because we left, we left at halftime. Yeah, we didn't stay for the dunk contest, unfortunately. No, no, no. But from what I saw, the dunks were pretty lit. Yeah, yeah. Um, there was a one high flyer in the in the game. We posted him a couple of times on the story. He did some next shade, bounced it, threw it off the glass, fucking caught it. 
just a windmill. It was fun. It was a fun time. It was way better than what I expected it to be, to be honest. I just wanted Clyde Frazier to get on the court and cross somebody. That's what I really wanted to see. You wanted to I, turn back the clock? Yes, I wanted I wanted Ray Felton to guard up and this swishing addition. Like, you know what I mean? Like That would have been sweet. That would have been, been, been an all-time sports moment. That would have been a Disney movie moment. Kyle Frazier comes out of retirement to play for the Rucker. Yeah. That story writes itself. That story indeed does write itself. Okay, my fault, y'all. Technical difficulties. But, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to see Clyde just shit on niggas. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to Earl, Earl the Pearl Monroe to take that little cane. Throw, throw, the cane, throw the cane and say, I've been lying all these years. Now I'm about to show y'all what I'm really all about. That's exactly what I wanted. But that would have been sweet. Fortunately, fortunately, <laughs> I, didn't, I, I didn't get that. So, but other than that, it was, it was fun. still a cool experience. Monica McKnight had a little jump shot. Uh, Kasim was there. Shout out to Kasim. Uh, John Wallace. Shout out to yeah everybody that was there. Shout out to Trippy. We met we met up with him. That was actually the first time we linked up in person. Yeah, man, about damn time. That's a fact. Uh, for the longest, bro, I'm not gonna lie. We thought you lived in North Carolina. I don't know why. I don't know why we thought that. But now we know where you where you where you reside. <laughs> We're not gonna give you that information. Nice try. But um yeah, so next anonymous is now on the full version of Zoom. So now we can talk uh to our heart's content. <laughs> yes, sir. So uh first things first, we're gonna get into the games, right? So we had first so far we had two preseason games. Two and oh that's a fact. We had the Detroit Pistons and the Indiana Pacers. Uh, uh Final score was... for the Pistons was 117-96. Final score for the Pacers, 131-114. That's a fact. And I was actually at that game, which was lit. Which one? The Pistons or the Pacers? The uh, Pistons game. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ivory, Ivory's a problem. I'll tell you that right now. He's going to, by midseason, he's going to be making some serious noise, let me tell you. Oh, that is he? That kid is special for sure. Uh, uh, yeah. He had 16 points, by the way. Yeah, he's special. He's the way he gets to the basket, and you know he could shoot. He can knock down the three like it's crazy. But um, are you saying that. we missed out? Um, yeah, absolutely, we missed out. But that's, <laughs> it's not our it's not our fault though, you know. So it is what it, is. it was out of it was out of our control. You know, we did what we could. They ain't no way, ain't no way in the hell the Detroit Pistons was giving that pickup. No way, unless we unless we sold the Knicks team to them. Like, yo, bro, you could have the keys to to the Garden. We just want Ivy. That would have been that would have been the only way. But um, yeah. okay. So, what was one thing? Actually, no. What were what were a couple of things that stood out to you in that game? First of all, we're a totally different team with Jalen Brunson on the court. Let's just throw that out there. I agree. Um, we looked way more fluid than at any time. I don't, I know it's the preseason. It's kind of early to say this, and it's possible we could be overreacting. So I'm only going by what I saw. So bear with me, y'all. Um. We looked more fluid than at any time last year. And that's because we actually used the legit point guard. We didn't use Alec Burks at the point. No offense to Alec Burks, because I love Alec Burks. We just didn't use him correctly. But and it's unfortunate we didn't get to play him or Knox. They were all hurt. Yeah, I know. I wanted to see those guys. But we're going to see them in the regular season. We already know that. In my own offense, I wanted Knox to drop 30. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Wanted Knox to drop 30. The, the but, Knox Hive. Oh, man. You have no idea. Go ahead, Stevie. Um, but, yeah. um, I think that's what I have to say about Brunson, man. He made us look like a, um, a fluid team. We actually had a legit point guard on the floor. He got to the basket at will. He made good decisions. He hit good shots. 
So can let me let me share something with you, Stevie, because there's sure. something that there's something that's not settling with me. Okay. What's uh, that? I, I saw results. Don't get me wrong. I saw it personally, and I saw it in the in the Indiana game. But we're gonna we're gonna stick to Detroit real quick. But one thing that wasn't settling with me, uh, going into the preseason, was that I didn't think that it was gonna work the way it was. Meaning, I didn't think that with the ball dominant, because all three of our stars are ball dominant players. Would you agree with that? Of course. Okay, so with that being said, I thought that see, I thought keyword, I thought. Or I'm still thinking low key because it hasn't really blown up yet, but I I think it's gonna. I don't know. I don't want to wish death upon Knicks, but so basically what I'm trying to get at is that something doesn't sit right with having three ball dominant players, um, on the same like you know these type of players because RJ is you know is a transitional type of player, so he needs the ball on the run. Uh, a lot of these guys need the ball. Jalen Brunson needs the ball in order to create. Randall needs the ball to create. So I thought it was going to be a hard situation, but boy, was I wrong. Because each of them finished with like five assists both games. Uh, so, hold on. Let's see. Wait. Uh, the Pistons game, Brunson had five assists. Randall had four. Barrett had two. That's still good. Between the three of them, 11 assists. That's not bad. That's that. That's not bad. Barrett, I don't really blame him because that's what I need. I need him to score. And he had like what twenty one points the first game. I didn't even see. I didn't see any of it. Barrett, I didn't see yeah. any of it. Barrett oh, actually, you know, quiet, actually, know what? No, 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 no. Okay, wait, wait. I have, I have a problem. Uh oh, here we go. I have a problem. Evan Fournier is my problem. It uh -oh. was, it was Julius Randle. Julius Randle was the thorn in my ass. But he can pass, all right? Because <laughs> he he can pass because Julius Randle could run. That's the only thing that's saving Julius Randle right now is his ability to run in transition. He's a great transition player and he's a beast when he's down low in the paint. Threes kill me. Evan Fournier, dear God, he is going to slow that team down. He's going to slow that specific group down because Fournier, to me, they may try to use him as a transitional player. He is not a transitional player. He's too slow. He's a very set kind of guy. He can only create, you know, he's not really, he's good, but he's, he's a half court creator. Yeah, and that's not what RJ needs. Cause if I don't know if you noticed, but I saw it point blank range, and it just unfortunately that Randall came out the game too. But when Evan Fournier came out the game, RJ was running, he was gunning, he was doing all most of those point most of those points came when Evan Fournier was out the game. So, you know, what I mean, I don't think I I don't think Julius Randall could be so much the problem because he's able to run and and he's very good in transition. Like he he actually loves to you know get out the floor it's just he i don't want him dribbling down the floor god help me <laughs> but i don't think i think i think fournier gotta go i think i randall could stay i think fournier's gotta go this is my opinion um i'm sure you're not the only nick fan who feels that way so i don't think you're i don't think no disrespect i don't think that's a hot take because a lot of nick fans agree but yeah. um, it is a good no, no. thing. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just bringing it out. I'm just bringing it out to light, just in case some people don't don't get what what I get. You know what I mean? Oh no, no, so, understood, understood. Just because I'm saying it's not a hot take doesn't mean it's not a good take. Yeah, but, um, so, yeah. I, I, think... I, I wanted to I wanted to emphasize that because it wasn't so much Randall, because a lot of people give shit to Randall, because it's, it's at this point it's just it's just it's just fun at this point. It's the cool thing to do. Yeah, it's just fun at this point. <laughs> so. He actually didn't look. He actually didn't look too bad. He started kind of slow in that first game, then came then came around the second half. So kudos to Randall. Can you agree to this? That most of Julius Randall's shots need to be within the arc. Of course, I've always said that. 
I mean, he can shoot a three from time to time. Like, I'll no, I said Rand- most. I said most of his shots, not all. Most. I give Randall four threes a game. If you hit two of those four, then I, then you can shoot another one. You get an extra one. You get a plus yeah, one. You get an extra, <laughs> and if you hit that, then you then you keep going. But as soon as you miss, but as soon as you one for four, that's it. No more threes for the game. It's done. I can't. At least have that's it, how though. I would do it. But you know, that's not how the NBA rolls. Everybody firing threes like it's nothing. Like it's yeah. wild, wild west. Yeah, which is fine. You know what I mean? Because like we sh- he shot what? He shot uh, three. He shot two for four from three. That's you know. I'll that's take good. That. That's he, good. That's crazy. I just said four attempts. Look at that. There, yeah, there you go. Four, and he shot six for ten from the field. He did good. Fucking Fournier, one for three from the field, but he did go one for two for three. But he had five points. He was. The, think about it. Look at Mitch Roberts had six points. You know, not really. You know, that's not really. And he went three for three. So. Hello. I mean, you're uh, gonna get that from Mitch. Mitch doesn't, you know, he, he's gonna get most of his points from off the rebounds, off dunks. So yeah, he's gonna have four, a high field goal percentage. Four rebounds though, Mitch. Come on. Um see Brunson, 16 points. Uh Randall, 15 points. Barrett, 21 points. Evan Fournier, five points. Not cool, man. So hey man. I'm just, you know. We got to bring this to light, man. I think Evan Fournier is the big problem. Because if RJ can continue can can continuously shoot the way he's shooting right now, we may not we 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 will have no need for Fournier to be honest with you. He was 8 for 14 by the way, 3 of 5 from 3. RJ. RJ? Imagine Shit. if he does that every I, I doubt he'll do that every game. You don't need to do that. You you just have to do that most of the time. If you yeah, can exactly. that that's asking that's like for that. that's asking for a lot in today's game. You know what I mean? So yeah, if he keeps doing that by midseason, Fournier goodbye. And we could actually keep Randall. Because if Randall does what he does now to keep things simple and not like over exert himself and do things See? that he shouldn't be doing. I told you. I told you. You take some responsibility away from Randall, it's going to make him a better player. I told everybody, watch out. He just might flourish this year. Be this careful. Facts. Be careful with that guy. As much as we all want him traded, and believe you me, I mean, I don't hate Randall personally. I think he's a good player. I only want him traded because I want Obi start. Mm. But but if he kills, you know what I mean? He kills. So, you know what I mean? I'm down for it either way. It's a win-win situation, at least in my opinion. I agree. Unfortunately, we can't put Randall on the bench due to his contract because in NBA, if you're paying a man a certain amount of money, you got to play him. And that's that's for Anthony, honestly. If you if you put your money into something, yeah, I'm gonna use you. Like no matter what you do, I'm gonna use because I put my money into you. So whether you're bad or good, I'm gonna use you. So I I, I could actually get behind you on that one to get rid of Randall, just not because of his skill set, but because of I want Obi Toppin to start. So if Obi Toppin starts, who will be the backup? Sims? Uh I would assume we would probably sign a veteran. I think Sims is going to get minutes, despite yeah. the fact Hartenstein is the backup. I think Sims Dray- will still get minutes. Draymond Green may be on the market, bro. <laughs> eh, as a backup, nah. he's out here. He's out here throwing. He's out here throwing fists. He's trying. He's trying to get traded to the Lakers. I'm throwing that out there. Oh my God, that's what's going on. Oh my God, did you just say that right here, right now? On the Knicks podcast, TMZ. Are you here? Are you watching? <laughs> this guy is. This guy got the insider. What you know, Steve? What you know that I don't know, Stevie? I don't know, man, but he seems to love him some LeBron James, so ah, I'm, only putting, I'm only putting two and two together. Ah, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's funny. That is funny. But um, okay, so did anything else 
strike you uh pretty, pretty uh, hard in this game? Mitchell Robinson's defense, the fact that Isaiah Hardstein can shoot the three, even though he's not going to be a high-volume shooter, at least I assume so, but he can shoot it, as you saw, because the threes he hit against the Pistons was all water. So I said that. Um, the high picking screen is going to be a problem. Um, But who stuck out the most in this game to me was Deuce McBride, dude. That guy's defense. And check out his stat line. He, was, he had seven points, four boards, two assists, six steals, a whopping six steals, and a block. Yo, that guy's defense is elite, and he will only get better. He just has to get confidence in his offense. I mean, he doesn't seem, like, afraid to play offense, but his offense seems a little shaky. He just has a hard time scoring. Yeah, maybe it was because of the lack of minutes last year because he was supposed to get minutes. It just didn't happen for whatever reason. So, you know, maybe he's shaky because of that. But if his offense gets better, bro, um, we may have a good... Con Most controversies aren't good, but we may have a good controversy on our hands. We it's gonna be because we're gonna have to be forced to give this guy minutes. It's gonna be hard though. It, it, our our guard situation is super competitive, and that's what I'm saying. This we is have a good we to have, have we have Jalen Brunson. No, he's no, no. The but starter. Wait, off rip. He's the starter, so like he's gonna get his minutes. So Jalen like, Brunson. Can take him off the table. We can take him off the table. Okay, I I want to man you quickly. Would you take him off the table? I mean, all right. So let's put it like this. So the, so basically, we're so that's about so say, far that's two spots solidified right there. You think so? Because I, I, yeah, IQ is definitely solidified six man. I think he's earned that right. Okay. Uh, so that's two spots solidified right there. Um, you could move dudes to the two, but then you have Grimes there, and and, and, now, and now and now Reddish. And no, Reddish is a, is a three. Okay, three. So yeah, you got D Rose, you got Grimes, Fournier. Yeah, it's a, it's a deep backcourt, man. Like I said, it's a great problem to have. So okay, it's with it's just it, 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 honestly, this is the coach's problem. It's not our problem. He has to figure out a way to distribute these minutes. With all that's just what it is. With all due respect, though, Stevie, you're not gonna like this one. Uh oh. Honestly, a lot of Knicks anonymous family might not like this one. With all this said, do you package him in some kind of trade? Due to, due, due, due to the depth that we have. That depends on who we traded him for. You don't just give him away. You no, know what I mean? Obviously. But do you now, but like, is he in that threshold? Well, like I said, that, that all depends. Who Who is it? Who are we getting? We had mentioned um in the last, P, what was it? Past, present, and future that, what was the package we said? It was Julius, Evan Fournier, Deuce, and somebody else. And some picks, possibly in a trade for um Lamelo Ball. Wiggins. <laughs> That's how we ended the episode. The trade for Andrew Wiggins, and you said that you wouldn't give up all that for Wiggins. Yes, I'm 50 50 on that. I would not give all that up. For I him. like. I always liked Wiggins, even when everybody soured on him. I always liked Wiggins. I, I always knew he had potential. If Cam Reddish can stay healthy, we will yeah, have we no. We will have no. Yeah, we will have no need for Wiggins. So honestly, Deuces. Dude, actually, both their both their um seasons rely on Cam Reddish. <laughs> That's crazy. Both their seasons rely on Cam Reddish. Got to stay healthy and play ball, so they don't have to go for Andrew Wiggins. Yeah, but as far as your question with Deuce, like it all depends on who you would trade him for. Because, like I said, you don't get a guy who comes in the NBA that's that good at defense. 
Especially where we got him, too. We got him in the second round. He's actually supposed to be what Frank... He was... He is what Frank was supposed to be. And we wanted... And we thinking, and we talking about possibly trading him. I don't know, bro. I mean, I'm just throwing this out there. But that's the kind of guy you want on your team if you're in the playoffs. He gives me Patrick Beverly vibes. As far as the way he... As far as his like, aggressive style of defense. And not for nothing, offensively, he has the potential to be better than Patrick Beverly. So, yeah. That's... There's that, too. Wow, that's a playoff performer in my eyes, development. Honestly, okay, I see it like this. I like Deuce. I want to keep him. I see it that he's getting the Obi treatment. Same thing with Obi. Randall was going off. Obi could get no playing time. Obi finally now gets playing time, and he's out here playing like a fucking menace. He's out here playing like a, like a like a possessed like like the aliens came down from Space Jam and gave him some talent. You know what I mean? He's out here bugging. So I do believe if you give Deuce McBride the right amount of minutes, which is going to be hard, it's going to be super, super hard with all this depth that we have. I honestly think that we can keep him and keep him and use him situationally. Like, okay, for example, when when Tom Thibodeau put Frank Nilakina on Trey Young for the last four seconds and he didn't play, if Deuce McBride was on Trey Young that play, I think McBride locks him up. I doubt that because at that play, let's remember, bro, at that play, that was the first time they put him in. So it would have probably it would have been the same exact situation. Nah, like you put, I think, you, I think, you, I think you McBride. Put him, you put him, you put him in a situation that he couldn't help. I think McBride locks him up. I guess. That that's no disrespect to Nelikina, but I think he locks him up. I guess. I'm not sure, but yeah. So we just need I okay, so what we could agree on though is he needs more minutes. Oh, yeah, of course. They, they, they have no choice. Judging by his performance these past two games, you have to give him minutes, dude. Um, In my opinion, I would actually cut Derrick Rose's minutes down. I, I Yeah, I was just about to say that. I But, not, but, to, but not to the point that he doesn't play. Because D-Rose was getting buckets. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying don't use him at all. Because remember, we still want to keep him healthy. Because he's another one who's a playoff performer. You know what I mean? Derek Rose, I mean, he's a former MVP. So he's a big-time player. You want to keep him as healthy as possible. So if I'm the Knicks, me personally, um, depending how Jalen Brunson's playing, because you know if Jalen Brunson's killing, they're going to leave him in there. That's a fact. Um, Or if you run Rose at the two, however you want to do it, give him like two or three minutes a quarter. Okay, and wait. You- so this, this is interesting to look at right now. I'm, I'm going to let you finish, though. Okay. Um, I was gonna say give him two or three minutes a quarter for the first three quarters, and if we're winning in the going into the fourth, like let's say we're winning by like six, seven points, use him in the fourth as um your mom, my aunt on anonymous once said, use him as the Mariano Rivera, and he closes out the game. And then after that, you take him out, you bring in Deuce, shut them down. That's just how I would do it. That's a good That's game plan. That's a good game plan. Okay. Interesting enough, if we if we look at both games, Deuce McBride has averaged twenty minutes. Does that go up? Does that stay? Or does that go down? I might. I think it goes down, but not by much. Probably goes down to like 18, 17, something like that. That's Remember not bad you, though. That's not yeah, bad. You still, got, you still got to divvy the minutes up, so he's I, still gonna he's gonna get time. He's I'll tell you time. this. That's more time Obi Toppin got. <laughs> it was Way about more the time. Same. Nah, Toppin started with like nine minutes, bro. He started with nine, ten minutes. 
swear to God, nine, ten minutes. Now he's now he's like 18, 15. So McBride is actually privileged right now, even with the depth that they got. So so hopefully he can use his time wisely. That's that's what he has to do. He has to get into the gym, grind on that offense. And yeah, he needs to he needs to he needs to have a jump shot. He likes to shoot, but he needs to hit it. Uh, uh, yeah. As, as, like he did against the Pacers, which we'll get into now. Yes. Get into the Pacers game because that was pretty much the Obi Toppin show. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, fi- again, I-, I said the final score before, but I'll say it again. Final score, 131-114. So I'll ask you. Um, you know what? Fine. We said we already said what stuck out. It was the Obi Toppin show. Talk about the Obi Toppin show. <laughs> Holy shit. Bro, when he got that block, I knew it. I didn't know what was going to happen. I just knew it was going to happen, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't, I didn't, didn't see what was coming, but I saw it coming. With the East Bay special? Yo, bro. I, that was like, dope, bro. That was, that was the most organic scream that I've ever, like, let out in my life. Like, because I was looking at my phone. I looked up. I saw the block. And I thought he was just going to, you know, windmill. Bro, bro, he put it through his fucking legs. You know what was cool about it, it though? And then he, he pointed, pointed at, at the him. guy. He pointed at him as he was coming down. And it, he kind of regretted. He, he kind of regretted it though. He said, "He said, <laughs> he was like, Ugh. he pointed at him as he was coming down. He didn't want that, that kinda, teeth. That kind of remind. Yeah, he, did he get a teeth for that? Nah, because he pulled back. He went like that. He was like, he forgot where he was for a second. He thought he was at the park. Okay, I thought he got a teeth for that. It kind of reminded me of that one dunk back in the 90s when Sean Kemp dunked it on, um, I forgot who it was, and he pointed oh, at and him. And he went like this? He went... Yup. It brought back that vibe. I thought he was going to do that. Yeah, bro. I was like, what? I think every, I think the whole internet was. Yeah, bro. My mind was broken for like five minutes, bro. That's all I could see in my head. I, that was ridiculous. The Yeah, listen. That... If he could do that, okay. It's funny that we saw Amari Stoudemire and Obi Toppin in the same building. I believe if Obi Toppin can play Stoudemire, not caliber ball, but if he could just do what Stoudemire did, he will have a very happy place in New York. Absolutely. Yet, you know what's even Absolutely. crazier? They wear the same fucking number. Coincidence? No. I think not. If Obi can, because he was shooting, Obi has been shooting this preseason. He hasn't been doing that bad. Could be better, obviously. But the fact that he's shooting with confidence and gusto, I actually think he did better in the Pacers game. I think it was. He hit, um, hold on, I'll tell you right now. Obi Toppin was four of seven from three. Holy smokes! I don't think he'll do that every every game. But if you can hit at least thirty six percent from three, he's good money. That yeah, that that's good could, money. I'll listen, take that. What did he get for the Detroit game? He got ah, he went over four. See, streaky, very streaky. I mean, oh, what? when he's on, he's on. Three pointers ain't his thing. Three pointers ain't his thing. So, like I said, if he gives us thirty six percent, I'd be happy with that. He or needs five, even thirty five. With Jalen Brunson as our point guard. Obi Toppin should be having a field day every game. He should be abusing that back door because Jalen Brunson is going to be causing so much havoc and commotion. All the attention is going to be now on him. He is the threat. So whenever he penetrates the paint, everybody's going to be moving up. Who's going to be coming right back door down that baseline to fucking 
throw that shit in the hoop. <laughs> Either him or Mitch. One of them. Somebody's got to do it. Are you going to throw the oop up? Yes. I, I can't. I hate seeing. I, I get it. You got to stretch the floor. It fucking pains me. That's why I don't like set offense for this team. When we get into a set offense, you got Obi topping in the fucking corner. You got Randall on the wing. You got RJ on the other wing. And then you got Mitch down low. Like, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't like I don't like Obi on the on the outside. We gotta like use him differently. Maybe let him be the one to set the screens instead of Mitch and just have Mitch camp out down there. Something. Something's gotta change with, with Obi. Because when Obi's on the run, oh my god, he's a fucking animal. Train. You know what I mean? Nah, I agree. Definitely. So, I don't know. I, but, I, I, it's not a lot of people stopping him on the break. It may seem like I'm doing a lot of complaining in New York. I'm not. I'm loving it. We're it's not, I, I, it's I predicted, not complaining. It's what you want to see. Yes. I predicted 4-0. You can look at the video. I predicted 4-0. You did. So, you did. So we're on we're on the road to success right now. So tomorrow is going to be – they play tomorrow, right? Uh, Wednesday, I believe. Let me check right now. Hold on, folks. I'm sorry. I have a new password on my phone because I lost my phone. I had to get a new phone. Sorry, y'all. Uh, so we got the Pacers on Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Wednesday is a true test because, like you said, Stevie, um, this is a very important game because when you play a team back-to-back, usually the team that lost makes the adjustment. So if we could beat a team twice, even with them making an adjustment, that's good. That's a good look. I agree. That's a good look. And it's not like the Pacers have bad players. You know, they got um, Miles Turner, Tyrese, Halliburton. They got guys. Um, Ben Matherman was doing good, who I wanted the Knicks to draft. Ben Matherman played pretty good ball. I think he was the only one baking us. Yeah. <laughs> ben Matherman, we had, we had problems guarding him. Ben Matherman, I wanted, I wanted us to pick him. We didn't pick him for whatever reason, but, you know, we're here. We look good. I'm happy. Yeah, I can't complain. We we are we're looking good, New York. We are looking good. New York should be happy. Honestly, I'm not a Giants fan nor a Jets fan, but it's it's looking like all of New York is looking lit right now, besides the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Yeah, dude, the Yankees are in the playoffs. Even the Mets are in the playoffs. Holy oh, crap. no. They, sorry, they just got bounced. You oh, they did? Oh, my should, bad. You should have said that. I spoke Yo, you my just, bad. We just lost so many followers right now, Stevie. <laughs> I mean, they were there. I mean, I'm not a Mets fan. Dude, my team knocked them out. Hello. <laughs> Exposed. My team knocked them out. <laughs> so oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Sorry, Mets fans. Maybe next year. Braves, baby. <laughs> Maybe next year, Mets fans. But at least you got the Knicks, right? And the Knicks are looking good. They don't they, they look like they're not gonna let you down. But yeah, that oh actually, I will end of the episode. We're gonna have the first ever is it just me or on video. Of the season and on video. History is being made right here, folks. Um, okay. Vegas has us winning 39 games. Steven, is it just me? Or the Knicks winning more than 39 games this season? No, it's not just you. I actually got them winning 44. Personally. I, I have them winning 43. But, okay, but here's the thing. And we're going to go back to Jalen Brunson. And um, before I get into that, I got to look something up. I'm sorry, y'all. I just want to say I'm very excited for Jalen Brunson. And I'm going to use Steve Nash to make this point. 
Um, Fuck Brooklyn. No, not not Coach Steve Nash, player Steve Nash. Um, yo, not for nothing. There was actually Brooklyn Nets attire at this Knicks charity game, by the way. So everybody who did that, and if you're listening to this, get a life. Um, well, my the point I'm trying to make is okay. Steve, when Steve Nash went to the Phoenix Suns the year before, hold on, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to get the the win loss record so I can make my point. I want to get this so y'all can understand what I'm trying to say. Um, I can see the gears turning. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Bear with me, y'all. I, I should have had this up. I, I'm kind of hyped. We on video. I should have had this prepared. I apologize, y'all. This is good, man. We finally got it rolling. Oh, um, speak dude. into existence. The year before Steve Nash arrived to the Phoenix Suns, they were 29 and 53. He came to the Phoenix Suns. You know how much they won the next year? How much? The first year he arrived, 62 games. 62 games. Holy shit. A lot shit. of people, a lot, bro. And I say that to say, well, this is good, this is a separate discussion. But a lot of people say Steve Nash robbed Kobe Bryant of the MVP one of those years. I totally disagree. Steve Nash deserved both those MVPs, but that's a totally different discussion. I say that to say this. I think, judging by the Knicks looking like a totally different team with Jalen Brunson on the court, he has the potential to have that impact on the Knicks. And I think it's possible we can go above my 44 win prediction because of Jalen Brunson's addiction. Excuse me, because of his addiction. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say because of his addiction. <laughs> because of his addiction, y'all. My bad. <laughs> Am I saying he's gonna win the MVP? No, not saying that at all. I'm saying he may lead us further than we expect. I think that possibility is there. Um, what do you think, LJ? Uh yeah, I I can agree with to that one. I didn't I had my like I said I had my issues with Jalen Brunson with him being a, a ball dominant guard. Um he he seems to be that guy regardless. He he he's very important when it comes down to stretch because if you're in a cold streak, he's that guy to make that shot. You know, we we like 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 how Carmelo was with us. Not to say he's Carmelo caliber, but when you needed a bucket, you always you find Carmelo. It, I think it as much as I love RJ and this is his team, but if 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 we're down bad and we need a bucket, I would I would gladly give the ball to Brunson. I think they're gonna interchange that role, him and RJ. Because we all saw last year RJ's clutch. He RJ's, has that gene in him. He has his gene. And I, and I think Brunson's very aware of that. The thing is, Brunson has shown it consistently. Agreed. Okay. He has shown it consistently. RJ has the potential. But Brunson has shown it, and he's he has done it at at high stakes. So, I I think Brunson's my first option. But I I do agree. I think we should intertwine inter intertwine between the two. I agree. Um, how even in certain situations you might not like this. I think even Randall should get the ball. But that's if you need a bucket down low. It's the only way because you know yeah. damn well. Let's be real, bro. I, I'm even iffy about saying this myself. 
saying that Randall should get the ball in the clutch. It's kind of, woo, knocked the mic over. Yeah. But let's be real, bro. If you need a down low bucket. Yeah, he's the guy. You're either throwing the oop to Mitch or you're giving it to Randall to post. Let's keep it real. Right or wrong. That's correct. It's not my ideal situation. Again, I'd much rather Brunson or Barrett do it. But I guarantee you, again, we now have a point guard who will make the right decisions. If he can get the ball to Randall, that he get an easy bucket in the post, he'll take it. And Brunson makes Randall's job 100 times easier. He doesn't have to do that much dribbling. Again, like I said, um, for Randall, less is more. I'm telling you, bro. Like, I, that's gonna be my motto for Randall this whole season for him, bro. Less is more. Everybody merch, has merch, no merch. idea how effective he can be. Yo, he's not a bad player. We all don't like the goofy shit he does on the court when he does it, but you can't deny when he's on his game, he's one of the better players in the league. Let me check his turnovers. Hold on. Let me check his turnover. I didn't check his turnovers because last year he was. He was the preseason? Yeah. So right now, so in the Detroit game, he had zero turnovers. Look at that. The Pacers game, he had... Zero turnovers. Look at that. Look at that. Dropped no turnovers so far. Trying to tell you, bro. Less is more for him, man. Less is... Look at it this way, bro. If Randall has a game of... That he only scores like 12 points... But has 10 rebounds and like four assists. That's a good game. And with no like, turnovers? Even with two. For Randall, that's not bad. Who's averaging four? Damn near five. That's what I'm saying. That's cutting his his his, his turnovers in half. Again, less is more, bro. I'm telling you. If, yeah, if you put Randall in a position to succeed, which is down low in the paint, he will bully your favorite power forward. Yep. No matter who it is. It's very strong. And he's the type of guy that doesn't care. He's very physical. He'll go up. Friend friend or foe, he's giving you those elbows. Yeah, I give, bro, I give him that. As many bonehead plays as he makes, as much as the fans don't like him and we want him gone, the guy's fearless. Got to give him that. I think it's also more his reputation still. He's still got to gain the hearts of New Yorkers because he was doing the whole thumbs down shit. Last year was, last year was weird. I agree. And I, mean, like I, I, said, I I'm not like gonna I lie, said, they they he might he might redeem himself this year. When that first happened, dude, like I said, I didn't take it too seriously the way most New Yorkers did. You know, I get why they did, but I personally did it. But yeah, you're right. He's gonna have to get back into the good graces. And I'll be honest, he's off to a good start. Very good start. And we're also here to help highlight the good because uh, a lot of people are focused on the bad in Randall, unfortunately. Yeah. So we're here to highlight the good stuff. We're, fa- we're a factually based podcast, man. We throw our opinions, but at the same time, you know, they're gotta facts. be real. <laughs> they're they're a factual opinion. Yeah, that's out there. <laughs> you can't have an opinion if it's not backed up by facts. Then you just be talking crap. That's actually very true. It's a very good comment. You know, it's anonymous. Every- everybody. <laughs> Everybody has an opinion, bro, but you got to have it back. You got to at least have a few facts to back it up. You know, like you could be incorrect about certain things, but at least have one or two things to back it up. And that goes, for, it, every, and that goes for everything. Even if it's wrong, because if you have evidence to prove it, technically you're not wrong. Well, I won't say that, but if you have, you know what? We'll leave it at that. <laughs> We're about to have a whole different discussion. <laughs> Shout out. Follow us on Twitter. We'll put a, we'll put a poll. 
Are you right or are you wrong? <laughs> Wonder what Twitter thinks. Find I don't out. know. <laughs> Who knows what Twitter thinks? Twitter's a fucking that shit is a black hole. Yeah, it's the devil's playground, baby. That's yeah. why I was iffy. I was iffy about joining it at first, but it's not that bad. Yo, honestly, yeah. I you know we you know you made it when you got memed. You get memed, you made it. So Steve, you gotta make like a funny face or something. Or you gotta do like a funny face, like uh so one of us gotta say some shit that we don't like and we gotta be like Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta be you gotta be you gotta be like upside down, like Hold on, let me let me put the glasses on. Stevie Store. Uh well I guess we're gonna end the episode pretty soon since I'm stalling. I can't so put it Damn. Fake I, can't, I can't put the fake shades on. We're in immersive mode. Alright, I guess that wraps up the episode then. Um Dab it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um we got the paces Wednesday. Is that it for the preseason? Or do no. we have another game after that? Oh yeah, so preseason. Uh, I think last, oh, let me nope. check. Hold on. we have the Wizards. Wizards last. Okay, so we got the Pacers and then the Wizards and Ooh, then. Is Porzingis still hurt? I'm not sure, but I would. If he's not, I would love to see him play. I'm, I'm not. I'm still not a Porzingis hater. I'm still not. I'm mad. I'm still mad the way he left, even though it doesn't mean shit no more because we won the trade. But you know, I'm not a Porzingis hater like a lot of Nick fans are. I I could forgive and forget. Chill, you got the you got the Porzingis uh, Funko Pop. You got the one on one, bro. I, I, that might be worth something. You got the one on one. I shouldn't have opened that. You should have never even said that. I shouldn't have opened that. What you mean, dude? Like, say me not saying it doesn't change the fact I opened it. <laughs> Maybe you could have finessed it though. Who knows? Nah, dude. Um, open pop still sell. Shit, I would have. Side though. <laughs> I don't have you the love... box, so it really doesn't matter. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, Damn. it was tight. I opened it when he got traded. <laughs> but that was that was my fu moment. I opened the pop and said, "Oh, uh, uh, the display case." <laughs> <laughs> you fucking what? What is it? You uh? I punched the box. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But shout out to Nick's anonymous family. Shout out to Nick's anonymous universe. Uh, catch, go catch us Wednesday. The content never ends. Catch us Wednesday at 10. 10, right? Yep, 10 p.m. Maybe a little after, but 10 p.m. Most likely. 10 p.m. Uh, we're going to be on Twitter. Uh, depending on whatever is happening in that week or whatever, you know, we'll determine whatever we talk about. And if nothing happens, we'll just chat it up. Because we just, you know, we love talking next to you guys. That's why we started this thing. That's why we're here. Yes, sir. And, and ma'ams out there. And... Everything in between. I'm LJ. Stevie in the building. Thank you guys for watching. And we'll see you Wednesday. Go next.